Welcome back to another episode of the Footy LG Pod. I am back after a week off. Shout out to Tony for picking up the slack without <laughs> me here. Tony, you did a great job, man. Uh, you miss me, though? Yeah, I missed you, but man, you didn't have to bring this cold weather. I don't know where the fuck you went. But I didn't bring, cold I didn't weather, bring the shit. cold weather came with you. You look at me, I got a gorgeous tan on right now, okay? I didn't bring shit here. This cold I'm weather just was saying, You landed and that temperature went down to minus 20. So I don't know what you did over there, but they're punishing you for something. This it, it, it must know my uh, my past bets on soccer and football because I'm ice cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you know what? Over the past few weeks, there's been uh, quite a lot of stuff to go to talk about. I think we got... Quite a bit on deck for today. Obviously, mm-hmm. the big news that we want to start off with. Uh, Jose Mourinho was let go of his coaching job at Roma. And uh, he was you could see it. They have a video of him leaving uh, the Roma stadium. And he's, he's visibly upset. Uh, Tony, what, what's your take on, on this whole thing? And where do you see Mourinho ending up next? Um, my take is I'm a little bit surprised um, that they did fire him. I mean, this play... The team's play has not been at the level it was for the last two years that he's had them playing. Um, I did have a feeling that this this wouldn't last much longer. I felt that with bigger opportunities around Europe uh, would come a knocking eventually, and he would probably leave. But um, I, I was I was kind of shocked at how it went. Um, and um, to say where he's going to go next, I it's tough. I feel like the easy answer would probably be like a, a Chelsea or a PSG, um, obviously. But um, I'm not 100% sure where he would go. I'm not sure if it may be a route to the national team. But um, it's going to be interesting to see the, the Mourinho sweepstakes going after him. Yeah, you know what? I mean, for, first off, is Roma having a bit of a tough season? Sure. Yeah. But this is a coach who has taken them to two finals in Europe over the past two years with one win being their only European uh, trophy. They've never won the Champions League. They've never won the Europa League. They've now won the Conference League. And they were last year in the Europa League final. Um, like he's done a good job with this team and you can see it yeah. in the way. And, and the one thing I respect always about Mourinho is how much his players respect him. Yeah. You know, you can see that when him gone like Dybala put up a, po- a post of them hanging out. You see any player that's coached by Mourinho in the past, the way they talk about him, it's always with reverence. He's always kind of that guy to them, you know? So mm-hmm. it, it, it's tough to see it end this way. I, I don't know why. Do I, I don't think Roma will be better with any other coach. No, I mean, they're, they're bringing in Daniela De Rossi, who's a club legend, but I don't think he can fill in the shoes of no. Mourinho. I mean, what, that's what not, has, not, what has not, he done as a coach? I know, it's nothing against De Rossi. It's just Mourinho's just that is that good? You know, when you have a guy like him with that much respect and then you're following up behind him, uh, you got big shoes to fill. So, well, and, and so De Rossi was coaching Spall. What, how did, how yeah. have they done with him? They're in the second division. Know. Yeah. But how are they doing? You know what I mean? Like they, I believe they're just maybe pushing relegation just below. So, but it's nothing special. It's nothing. Um, I know De Rossi spent time with the, uh, with the Italian national team as well as assistant, but I mean, he hasn't done anything. It's more just the name and the legendary status of the club, yeah, of Roma that they're bringing them in, right? Uh, well, I, you know what? I think so. it's uh, it's a bad bad move on their their part. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they made their decision. Where does Jose Mourinho end up after this? I think I there's a, quite a few quite a few areas I've seen people talk about. Um, I'd love to know your opinion. 
Me personally, I would love him to stick it to Roma and go to Napoli because I always felt that some of Mourinho's best times as a coach were when he was with Inter, when he was with Roma. Because, I mean, Roma, reality, he had him overachieving. Yes. You know, that squad is not very good. They have talented players, but he had them overachieving. And at Inter, I always felt – I know why he went to Real Madrid to coach those stars, but I think that Inter Milan team he had was his best team yeah. in the sense of how they played and how they dominated. So I would love him to go to Napoli, but I feel like it's going to be back to the Premier League. And maybe in Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle is struggling. And maybe bring in Mourinho, bring in some more key players and – you got yourself another dynasty out there if it works out well. Oh, yeah. You never know. I have seen some people say, uh, how about a reunited a second, another go around at Chelsea? I mean, that's not surprising either, but I mean, right now, that's not a position if I was Mourinho, I would take. No? You know, I don't think the team is built for him. It's more, uh, he won't have the freedom like he did the first time around with the Brown no. you know what I mean? Like, I, I agree. I also think it's not, not a match that's uh that would yeah. do anyone like well. even Man U, even with Ten Hag, I don't think he would want to join Man U either with the state they're in right now either. So I, I he should never go to at Man U again. He was successful yeah. there and then they cut him off after one bad season. I if I was him, I would never go back. Um yeah. but you know it's it's interesting. I saw someone who said uh, actually two different people. One said throw the bag at him to get to Canada. Um see I, I saw that, but I don't think he would be a good national team coach. I also saw another person say throw the bag at him to get him to the U.S. and see how much people are missing past uh, what's his what's, what's Buddy's name? That was the coach, uh, Berhalter. Say, watch how much he missed oh, Berhalter geez. after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he would. I don't know if Mourinho has that international style to do it. I don't know if he can make that jump, that transition. Yeah, um, he's more. I mean, he still gets to develop players, but I think Mourinho is one of those guys he always wants to be in the limelight. And national team, you don't have as much, so. I mean, it's gonna be yeah. interesting. I hope it's. I hope it's to do a good. I hope it's a good project. I hope it's yeah. not a Saudi Arabia or something like that. I, I want to see him in Europe still. Because I wouldn't be surprised I, though if it is a Saudi yeah. team that must throws the bag at him to get him coaching over there. I think there was rumors of that last year, wasn't there? Yeah, I believe so. I think I remember hearing that. So yeah, so it's uh, it's it's a little interesting to see what's gonna go on. I mean. It, it, it's great to see him still in Europe. I'd love to see what his next thing is, but I don't know. I don't know if a big team is uh, his his next battle. You know, I, I I really think Saudi Arabia is the more likely ending point for him. Uh-huh. Maybe a nice Al Nasser and team up with Ronaldo again. That'd be pretty cool. But <laughs> but yeah, who knows? Uh, it'll be interesting to see though. We got a lot of other things going on. We had the something that bugged me that Tony doesn't bug you, and you say it makes sense. I say it's stupid as hell. We can let everybody else decide. <laughs> the Super Cup of Spain happened this past weekend in Saudi Arabia. My issue, how can the Super Cup of your country be defended in a different country? I don't get it. It's stupid. It doesn't make sense to me. It's the Super Cup of Spain. Have it in fucking Spain. Yeah, but it's played by Spanish players, teams. Not by Spanish players. No, but Spanish teams. So also play Spanish in clubs. Spain. So it's Spanish Super Cup of Spanish clubs, right? It makes sense to me. No, it's not. It's not called the Super Super Cup. Yeah, of Spanish Super Cup clubs. of Spain. It's called the Super Cup of Spain. But it's not like Al Nasser and Al Lithiad are playing it. It's just who gives a shit though? Okay, so Tony, if I'm I brought this up. If Toronto FC faced Montreal, the CF Montreal for the Canadian Championship, and they played in fucking Venezuela, you think that makes sense? 
Yeah, you're still too no, good. That, but that's not. But in this in this tournament, the Super Cups, it's it's always like a secondary cup anyway. It's just a money maker. It's just an extra reason. I mean, it used to just be two teams who won the cup and who won the league, and now they add like the second best team in the cup finalist to make an actual tournament. It's to me, stupid. it's it's a money grab. It's whoever does it. But I, to me, the name makes sense still. No, no, the name doesn't make sense. Name it something else. Name name it just the Super Cup. Super Cup of La Liga. Boom. Well, it's not because the Copa del Rey winners there. Yeah, how many times have a non Liga? How many team, times has a non Liga team won the Copa del Rey? Yeah, but it doesn't matter about the league. Keep fucking looking because you're never going to find the, when because it's only the league. No, it has the Copa del Rey winner in it as well. Okay, so what's the Spanish so FA? A, what's the Spanish FA called? Like, what is the whole like you know how, like the the England yeah, and all that federation. whatever whatever that's called? Call it the. Super Cup of the well, Spanish FA, whatever it, the fuck you want to call it. Super Cup of it, Spain does not make sense. Or just call it the Spanish Super Super Cup. Like it's, it makes sense. To no, me. it doesn't. No, it doesn't, doesn't need to have a different name. It does because if you're not playing in Spain, it makes no sense. Play yeah, it people in Spain. have to play it in Spain. It's played between two different teams. But it's your fucking Super Cup. Have it in Spain. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the Spanish Super Cup. Have the game like, in fucking Spain. It doesn't like, make sense to have it, it somewhere else. It kills me that you're on this stance. I don't know if you're joking or not. Dude, it makes no sense. All I want is a little bit of logic. And listen, if you rename this trophy anything else that doesn't relate to Spain, I'm cool with it. I don't care. So you'd rather, you... rather be called the Saudi Arabia Cup? No. Doesn't be called a... <laughs> take a... Well, you're right. If it's called that, then it better fucking be played in Saudi Arabia is all I'm saying. <laughs> take out the, lift, the the cities or whatever. Just call it the Supercopa. Well, how hard is that? But calling it the Supercopa of Spain, it, it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. It does not make sense. It 100% does not make sense at all. Because if it's the Supercopa of Spain, have it in Spain. You know? No, it's I... No. It, it doesn't make well... sense. Well, one thing like we can agree on is that Vinny Jr. had an amazing Super Cup of Spain final. Was it like two goals scoring. in the first, like what, like 13 minutes or something like that? Yep, two goals in the first 13. Um, completely had a Rujo in his back pocket. Yeah. Um, Barcelona, I'm going to be honest, I think uh, it's, you know, I, I, I obviously heading into that matchup with Napoli, I thought they would be a much tougher opponent, but watching that game, there's a chance that Napoli can wake up, but I mean, I had I read another thing about Barcelona actually for Xavi. Uh, he is on the chopping block, obviously, because Barcelona. Yeah, how is he not right? You know, like they're just horrible. I mean, I think they've actually gotten worse. I mean, I know they won the league last year, but uh, to me, the, the team quality has gotten worse as he's been continuing to coach. And yeah. supposedly, if he gets fired, he's not gonna he's not gonna ask for the reimbursement for the rest of his contract. I think he knows Barcelona will be able to pay him, so it makes him look like a good guy, you know. So yeah, um, but yeah, so yeah, no, it's uh, Vinny looked good. However, there's one thing about Vinny that's been coming out recently that I don't know. It's kind of turning me on him. He seems like the type of guy that when he's winning and playing well, he is the cockiest player. You saw after his hat trick goal, yeah. and he was reminding the bench on the side what the score was. He's running by. He seems like that, which is okay. But then when the shoes on the other foot and he's not playing well, and Real Madrid's losing. He's such a whiny bitch. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And you can't be so on both sides. Like it's just, he's, he's getting to the point where now I'm just wondering, you know, is it an attitude thing? Is it a personality thing? Is it a Brazilian thing? Because, you know, you see this kind of attitude with a lot of Brazilian players, like your Neymars and things like that, where, you know, when they're, when they're, everything's good, they're great. And when everything's bad, yeah. it's bad. You know what I mean? And yeah, now with the rumors coming out that Vinny might be on the transfer block so they can afford Mbappe, I think we're just going to start seeing a lot of stories coming out about him. Yeah, I can. Uh, I mean, for me, I think Vinny, such a great talent, but it's it is something you notice from Brazilian players lately. I, I'll agree with that. Uh, you see a lot with like a guy like Richarlison. If he's not scoring, he's just a he's just a mess out there. Yeah. Um. And but I think I mean, Vinny, if he wants to leave to make his own name, that's fine. But Real Madrid would be stupid to let him go for Mbappe. I really? Think, um, I think it's stupid because you have a guy who's same age as him, and to me. He can he easily I think can put up the same numbers as Mbappe if he, he played in France. I don't you know. know. I mean, I think he could. I think Vinny has that talent. I think he's just he's just tapping in. I think he will be. I think he could have potentially be bigger than Neymar, as his career goes on, just because of how good he's been. And I like him. I, I I if I was Real Madrid, I wouldn't let. I would still. I would let other players go before I let him go for Mbappe. I, I honestly, I think I would let Vinny go. No problem if it means bringing Mbappe in. Um, I, I'm not sold on Vinicius. He's a good player. He's always been a good mm-hmm. player. He has stretches where he's invisible. Yeah. Um, he has stretches where he's not, that, yeah. not very good. Um, and I do strongly think he has a big personality issue. Um, well, I mean, I've, he's I've one seen... of those guys that came uh, right when he was like 16, right? Yeah. How much is buying himself? And, and again, when we're when we're looking, I think Vinny's actually two years younger than Mbappe. Yeah, but you I look at Vinny, so. 161 games at Real Madrid, 38 goals. Mbappe, yeah. 166 games at PSG, so five more games, and he has 154 goals. That's quite the jump, you know. It and that, no, listen, Vinny, listen, listen, listen I, under, I, under, I understand the P- Paris um, of the French league versus the La Liga's big difference, but that's over in five more games. He has almost 120 more goals. Like that's pretty impressive. League? Pardon? I think Vinny has one Champions League, right? Yeah, yeah, a few years yeah. back. The one that they won, um, who was it against? Uh, shit. Liverpool, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah, the Liverpool one. Yeah, it was back in uh, 2021. 2021, 2022. Yeah, yeah, two years ago. So, and it's going to be interesting too because Real Madrid have like the next Vinny on their team as well. They have that 16 year old Endrick or 17 year old yeah. Endrick kid. So, yeah, well, we'll see what I happens mean, there. Like, you never know, yeah. right? But I don't know. I, I 100% would get rid of him if it meant Mbappe's coming in. And I see the thing, oh, he might go to Man U. Please, God, no. So that's not good for either t- either party. Vinny would throw away his career coming into a team like Man U. Man U won't get better. Vinny will look yeah. like a bust. It'll be bad for both sides. Look at Jaden Sancho. Goes back to Dortmund. First game, fucking an assist on, on the sub. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really well. I know, right? Like, it's yeah. you know what? I'm just convinced Man U And that's U is after, like, not... six months of not being on the field. I mean, actually, according to FIFA the best rules Jaden Sancho with that performance should be in line to win the next blonde door. Cause he was <laughs> off for five, he was off for five months. I had one really good performance. So, okay. Listen, we talked yeah. about that so, so much with different awards. We can't, we can't, we can't get into that now. Uh, we talk about that way too much as it is. We're not giving that any more headspace. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we've got some transfers still coming in next episode guys next Thursday, be here for the LG. 
uh, Spotify, Apple Music, because we'll be talking all the all the transfers leading up to the transfer deadline day, which is in about two weeks. Yeah, actually, two weeks today is the transfer deadline. So we'll have more news on transfers and who's ending up where and who's going where uh, next week. Um, Tony, want to get some top bins, trash bins? Yeah, so we're starting off um, going to the African Cup of Nations for this one. Um, there was uh, probably one of I'm having. I've watched some games. I've watched more highlights, but what a wild tournament! I mean, you have such crazy dynamic there. Um, I saw a game where Nigeria was playing. I forget who they were playing, but Oshiman was being bodied and covered by a guy who played in the third division in Belgium. Oshiman. So it's just it's just crazy the the quality. And even though you're a superstar, like just because a team's full of stars doesn't mean you're going to win the tournament. So it's actually fun to watch. Um, but I'm going to go into this. Uh, There's one country there, Marutian, and they announced their starting lineup uh, in their game against Burkina Faso. And there's a player there. His name, they listed him, his name is AK47. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I get how cool that is, but I don't think that's good. Uh, his name is Abubakar Kamara. He actually played Fulham a couple of years ago. Um, Toppins Trashman's for them putting his nickname on the uh, starting lineup. Uh well I mean hey listen you know they they did something that maybe that's what he wanted it's, it sounds cool to me the thing that I was more impressed with is that my team Burkina Faso came out with the dub that's all yeah. that matters I got two teams in this tournament Burkina Faso and Ghana Ghana wasn't so lucky Burkina Faso they nailed it so but yeah and you know I think Abubakar Kamara I don't know if he played for Porto or um no you're thinking Abubakar the Cameroonian guy. Okay, but no, I'm also thinking. Yeah. No, I'm also thinking Abubakar from from FIFA. Then from playing FIFA, I remember hearing the Abubakar Kamara. <laughs> yeah, it must have been Fulham. It must have been he was playing at Fulham, and I was playing like an EPL uh, season or something like that because so I 100 remember that name. He's played with Monaco, Fulham. Yeah, had to had to have been o- Fulham. Olympiacos, and now he's in Qatar with Al- sorry, Al- Abu Dhabi with Al Jazeera. Yeah, it's it's got to be oh. the Fulham, but yeah, that's great name. Um. But yeah, good thing that uh, that team did not come out with the victory. Let's go Burkina Faso. <laughs> All right, but so top second... bins, top bins for that. Yeah, That's I, I, I just think it's like uh, I don't know, like AK forty seven is a big deal in uh, Africa and everything. <laughs> so, but anyway, well, he's, um, shoot, he's shooting down the competition. So no, he wasn't he wasn't hitting anything though because <laughs> they lost one nothing. Um, so the second one, um, obviously, uh, this year is a uh, election year in the states and. Obviously, we know Donald Trump is trying to get back in there. And he released a campaign video. Um, I sent it to you on TikTok. I'm not yeah, sure if you had a chance to look I, at it. I but saw um, it. top is trash bins uh, for Donald Trump's campaign video with the slogan, uh, senior care living, residents feel like a president and just have Biden acting old the whole time. Okay, listen, that's a little bit of a pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> um, I mean, Donald Trump himself was the oldest president of all time until Biden yeah. took in. I mean, Trump 77 years old. So to make fun of him for being a, an old folks home for an virtual Biden, if he wins, he'll be 78 years old. Technically, he'll be the same age as Joe Biden is now by the time his next candidacy ends. And so it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's the if if Donald Trump was like a 60-year-old guy, oh, great. I get I get that. Point, but it's funny. Don't get me wrong. It's funny. But it's stupid. Again, it's a super cup of being in space. It's it's a funny thing. It's <laughs> not. It has no fucking logic. It's the funny. The part that kills me is that we're in an era, we're in an era of AI where you can make anyone look like anything, and there was no AI in that video. That's just recording of Biden. 
Yeah, dude, the states. <laughs> are, yeah, they're so, in a bad spot. Yeah, like, it's, uh, it's, it's it's honestly it's it's kind of sad. Like it, it's funny this thing, but it's like it's it's sad that that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. But oh, um, yeah. yeah, so top ins, I guess, or trash. I don't know. I can't even give it one because it's funny. So top ins, but it's also <laughs> stupid because he's fucking old too. So trash been there. I don't know. Somewhere in the middle. So fucking right. Paneka down the middle. <laughs> All right. So uh, the final one uh, leading us into our MLS talk is now, as you know, end of Feb- end of Feb- uh, beginning of February uh, preseason starts. So might as well start getting into it. Um, MLS announced a few rules uh, changes for next year, and I know one for sure you're gonna really enjoy. Uh, I love both. So I I'm gonna name three. It's actually three of them. Oh, I've only so, seen two, I- and I love both so much. Okay, so number three to start it off, uh, in stadium VAR announcement. So very much like how the NFL announces calls and uh, NHL have been doing that lately. Uh, they'll be doing that now too, as VAR decision will be announced by the referee to the fans of the stadium and viewers at home. So that'll be interesting. Oh, I didn't um, see that one. I like I like that yeah. a lot. The second one is uh, time substitution rule. So now uh, they did put this in MLS MLS Next Pro last year. And it had saw ninety nine point seven of percent more than so majority of the team people just bought into it. Uh, pretty much the rule is you have ten seconds to get off the field. If you don't get off in ten seconds, your sub has to wait a minute before they can enter the field. Yeah, I, and, I love that. I got into a yeah, fight like with a guy too. on TikTok about it. Yeah, I like that one too. He, guy, guy on TikTok comments on the post with that, and he's like, "Oh, that's so stupid. Why would I just wait the minute and then run on the field and get an easy breakaway?" Bitch, that's not how it works. The ref's still gonna have to wave you on. Yeah. And he's like, well, then when you we got into a whole thing, like there's a stupidest guy. Like, honestly, I think it's fantastic <laughs> because you know the one thing I hate more than anything in, in soccer is the time. When they're walking thing. off. Yeah. The the walks. And again, the next rule that you're gonna talk about is a big thing too. The stupid laying down and shit like that pisses me off to no end. So oh, these the rules coming down. No. are fantastic. That's not the rule I was gonna bring up. Well, what do you what's your next rule? What's the biggest problem with TFC games at the end of the games? They always let in the goal. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that. There's no rule for that. Uh, but is the rule TFC doesn't have to play the last 15 minutes anymore? It was always how that clock stops at 90. So it turns out that was a rule in MLS. And now they've officially changed the rule that scoreboard video boards and any other stadium clocks will run until the completion of each half, including additional time and at the end of each half. So if there's five minutes extra time, the clock will go to 95. Oh, so we'll still we'll be able to see. We won't have to guess fucking how much time there is. Exactly. So that one there I like because you know that was I don't know how many countless times. So why the fuck is the clock stopped at ninety? So uh, top end trashbins for MLS. Uh, I guess in a way going forward into the future with these rules. Oh, it's absolutely top ends. Yeah. Anyone who says this, this trashbins is is stupid. I I think it is uh, a phenomenal. Rule changes. It's gonna not. It's not gonna speed up the game, but it's gonna cut down all the time wasting, which yeah. is something that I love. Also, being in the stadium, not being able to see how much time is there and the extra time was something that always pissed me off. So, um, I am, I'm happy with that. Uh, the again, waiting a minute if you're taking more than ten seconds to get off, huge. Just get off yeah, the fucking field. Get your buddy's held for a minute, and then the ref will wave you on. I love that. The one you didn't bring up, Tony, that I'm surprised is the injury rule. Yeah, I so saw that one. one where so if a, if a, someone gets tackled and they're down for more than fifteen seconds, uh, the player has to leave the field and be off the field for a minimum of two minutes. 
So and oh, that's often, good. Yeah. Which which I like. I saw some people saying, "Oh well, what about at the near the end of the game, fucking take down someone hard so they're down for more than 15 seconds." Like you're start like let's say it's a one one game in the 85th minute, someone just freaking hacks Insignia, gets him off the field because they think it'll help, even though they know it, even though we know it won't help. Uh, but they, they're forced to sit off for two minutes. Obviously, that's not a case because if there's a big foul resulting in a card, uh, they can they have the more time to get up. They don't have to use it. But I'm talking about those light fouls where a guy goes yeah. down, he's rolling around for 25, 30 seconds, calling, over, calling over the down. calling over the fucking stretcher, and then as soon as it comes over, he stands up and he's fine. Now you can't do it anymore, or you're off the field for two minutes. So I think that that rule, as well with the substitution rule, are absolutely fantastic. The VAR rule uh, of the ref being announcing it for the transparency. I I think that's awesome. I have no idea why they weren't doing that in the past. I think it would be um, nice to hear the fans actually hear a penalty and hear like the boo. Yeah. In the stadium because actually I, now you're hearing it's one thing to see it, but it's one just to hear it. Oh, it'd be nice. Yeah, I um, I I think it, all these are great ideas. I think MLS is doing something that you're going to see a lot of other leagues take on in the future because yeah. I think it's going to work well. Well, actually, Syria. I don't think I've ever mentioned this in weeks prior, but Syria are actually on the zone are actually starting to. Um, when the referee is looking at the, you know, like, I don't know, if, I don't know if NFL does it when the referees do the review. Can you hear them talk? Uh, I don't yeah. believe so. Uh, okay. Like, you, you, not really. Like, you see them talking, sometimes okay. you can catch, catch up and so, Yeah, so the games from Syria on DAZN in Italy, uh, you can actually listen to the ref uh, uh, look through the replay. That's pretty hear cool. What he decides. So I like it because, you know what, they're, they're humans too, but you got it's nice to hear what they think too because maybe something they notice they say and might agree with it, even though you may not, but. No, at, it's least just you, good to, at least you hear yeah. the logic, right? Yeah, you kind of give them, you kind of give them a voice because they don't. The reality is, as much as the referees can be bad, they don't have much of a voice in the game. Yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah. I like it. I like, I like that. It's not very often we see rules that MLS make are actually good. So. Yeah. Well, right. I um, I I see where you're coming from. It's true, and MLS has never been known as a leader in innovation or anything like that. So it's nice to yeah. see. Um, now that we're talking about MLS, we might as well talk a little what's going on in the league tf we're tfc fans obviously so tony why don't you uh i think herdman had a little press conference i was away i didn't hear so why don't you yeah. let, let me know what uh, went on with herdman and the italians so, uh yeah so the officially uh, i think it was monday that the players uh returned to training to start the preseason camp i don't believe they've left toronto i think they're still in toronto before they go to florida actually no they did actually i think as i saw jordan peruta once again we have as many transfers as birthdays this month same thing as last year um, uh, but yeah, so it sounded like uh, Herdman had uh, quite a few things to say. Um, he seems that uh, it sounds as if the Italians are probably not going anywhere, as we said. Um, he did mention that uh, Insignia and Bernardeschi were the first two to arrive for training camp. Um, and he did speak more about sitting one-on-one with Bernardeschi and getting real with him, as he mentions that Bernardeschi got emotional over when asked him about uh, the problems that happened last year and everything like that. Um, obviously, as mentioned in the last uh, recording, CJ Sapong had a lot of choice words, had a lot to talk about regarding it. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, I think seeing the interview with Herdman, um, he says that the two of them want to help, want to push TFC to be top. Uh, I think the quality is there, but whether they do is another question. But I like that Herdman, you know, he's not putting blame on them. He's trying to make it work, and I have to give him credit for that. Because um, he, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't have much to work with, so he has to get he has to figure out a way to make it work with these two, right? Look at you crediting Herdman already. I love to I'll give it. it. You know what? 
a lot of people would have said, fuck them, get rid of them, right? And you know, we I love to see with, it. Everyone's been saying that. You know, we would have started the season with two, two no, no DPs at all. Well, you know, I have I mean, seen, I have seen that apparently Juventus has the the owner has given the okay for a Bernadeschi six month loan. They're still still looking yeah. at other options apparently, but that offer is still there allegedly. Yeah, so, I think it would have happened by now. Uh, listen, you know what? Um, if you look on Twitter, all the pundits and you can't see this because this is a, a a podcast. I'm doing fucking finger quotes. All the TFC pundits and stuff that are on Twitter spewing all this shit. They're all sick of the Italians. They want them out. They think this is going to be a horrendous season. Last year. With Bob Bradley at the helm, everyone was talking about how this is going to be a great season. The Italians are going to do great. And what happened? We fucking suck. Now, it's the opposite. Everyone's saying we're going to suck. The Italians are awful. They're not going to do anything. We can't, we're going to be a horrible season. I think we're going to go TFC to the moon. I'm buying in. All right. It's taken me till January 17th, 2024. I bought in. I think this is going to be an excellent year for TFC. With everyone shitting on them, they're yeah. going to be back on the, on the bandwagon after week one when we dominate. I, I think TFC to the moon this year. And we've um, seen it with we've seen it with Canada of Herdman being able to convince these guys to play better than they, yeah he may, he's a good have in the manager. past he did as good as the as good as the team was and the players did I always say the players helped Herdman but there is a part of him that I think he he got them believing in a way to get going yeah. he just couldn't keep he couldn't he couldn't keep the boat going because of everything that happened obviously like we mentioned before his personal stuff. But I think I think he's I think that's what he's aiming for. Is he knows he has two talented players. Like if he can if he can get Bernadeschi and Insigne to buy in, you're talking about two really good players in the quality of wingers in this league. Oh you know, yeah, like, like them on top of their game. There's not many players in MLS outside of Inter Miami that could stand with them when they're at the top when they when they actually give in 100. percent Oh yeah, so, I agree. You know, so I I want to see. I mean, I've only heard good things. I mean, from what they said, even Jason Hernandez said how. Throughout the off season, they were working out the whole time. So, um, I, I don't know. I liked it, and obviously, uh, we haven't had it yet. I'm hoping it doesn't happen when this podcast uh, releases. But um, supposedly, the new club captain will be officially announced uh, fairly soon. Um, I think we all know who it is. I think we all know who deserves it. Be- better be Joe Jonathan so, Osorio. Has to be. To me, it's like they must be present for planning to present something really big to do it for him. But um, yeah, it has to be Jonathan Story. I don't see anyone else on this team uh, that uh, can merit the armband after Bradley. Yeah, it's got, it's got, so, it's got to be him. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, with everyone being so negative this at the beginning of the season, which is a complete flip from last year, I think, mm-hmm. I think we're gonna be okay. Because all yeah. the a lot of the people that follow TSC and that you see on Twitter talking shit and all that stuff, well, let me tell you something, everyone. They're all a bunch of fucking idiots that don't yeah. know shit about soccer. So um, I, I think we're going to be okay. And the best news that's happened for TFC for me personally was that my Messi ticket sold. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. I don't have to go watch that midget Argentinian bitch come when he comes to Toronto. <laughs> Instead, it paid for my season and then some. Um <laughs> Uh, a Portuguese guy bought it, which I think, because his last name was Portuguese to me, and I feel like oh, I almost feel bad selling it to him. But I, I really don't think Messi's <laughs> going to come. I don't think Messi's going to come. Last week of, is it last week of the season? It's the, it's it's the second. Day. It's yeah. it's TFC's last game, but it's not decision day. TFC oh, doesn't really? have a decision day game this year, so oh, it's really? our last game. But it's my Inter Miami second last game. But that following Friday, Argentina has a World Cup qualifier. Oh, he's not going to be there. Not to mention, it's going to be in October in Toronto where it's going to be cold as shit. Like, okay, guess what? You're going to see Luis Suarez play, but that's about fucking it. Oh, you're going to see Luis Suarez, Jordi Alba, Bruschetz, yeah. probably Coutinho, 
probably De- Beckham's going to fucking suit listen, up too at this point. Let's, let's talk about them for a quick second. I mean, yeah. you have now there are rumors of David De Gea might be linking up there too. Um, it should be a shame because De Gea is still a European quality goalie. He's fucking god awful. You know, no, no, he's, he's still quality. He can he's still so play shit. in Europe. He's so shit. I mean, th- then again, maybe it was a man you thing because Onana came there and Onana is so shit too now. Did but... you actually just quickly? Did you see what happened to Onana? I can't. He's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> they, they made an agreement. They made an agreement for him to play the Spurs game and then fly quickly to get down to to the Afcon <laughs> game, and he doesn't make the team, and he's mad. Bitch, you played the day before, and you sucked to begin with. I think yeah, on a day's rest with all that, with all like, that, yeah, fl- no. with all that flying and whatnot, you think they're gonna want you to play right away? He's lucky to make the team at all, let alone make the game after he played the day before, and was a full day of travel to get there. They would have lost that game eighteen nothing. They saw that goal, Benton Core scored on him, and like, yeah, no, fuck this, we're not playing this guy. Seriously, and they they ended up tying one one to Guinea. If yeah. he was there, Guinea probably puts in seven more goals. Guinea's pissed off, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, to cut, sorry to cut you off on that one. But no, yeah. So with De Gea there, I I have a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. I know this is un- unseen what we what we have here in the MLS this year because you know we've we've never had this many people come together on one team. Mm-hmm. Um, that are, but again, these are all older guys. Busquets is fuck, God knows how old. Jordi Alba's God knows how old. Messi's old. Suarez. Yeah, Busquets, Busquets defense. He actually played really well last year. What yeah, he but he did. Okay. He actually. It, it's it's that mental skill that he has. Right? He couldn't run, but listen, he, I have to. I don't like the guy, but I'll admit for he he the games I watch is like you know, the guy. But what do we see in MLS that you need to be able to do? Oh, you got to run. Be able to run. Yeah, you got to. And you look at when other guys, and again, I, I there's so many on one team, it's hard to compare this. But you look at what Gerard did when he got to Galaxy. You yeah, look at what Robbie Keane, Lampard, all these guys, these older guys that were good over there, come here. They don't do that well. Yeah. I don't. Everyone's saying, "Oh, give the league, to, give the cup to Miami." I don't think Miami's going to be that competitive. Oh, it'll be it'll be rigged for them. I, you, I would put money on I, Miami. I, I know that's what you think. Yeah. Is I would put Miami win. on winning for sure. I, I, I mean, see, the thing is, what I've noticed with Miami, they're signing these stars, but all their other signings is just homegrown players being brought up. So, like, yeah. you, they're looking at, like, you look at TFC last year. Our One of our biggest flaws was we just couldn't keep a good lineup going. And it was yeah. all these homegrown players coming in. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're going to have Messi, Suarez, but if those guys get hurt, the rest of that squad is not going to keep you going. No, it's so. not. But and, and that's what I'm saying. I, I will say it right here. I know you're saying it's going to be fixed, whatever. I don't think they do that well. They might be a playoff team, don't get me wrong. They like a four or five seed. I Suarez, don't... Suarez wins the Golden Boot. At 36 he, years old? I think so. I think he will. That first season, he'll win the Golden Boot. I mean, you got that Brand, that Brandon Vasquez guy is gone. He, ha- he had a good season you know. in Gremio. I mean, he scored 24 goals. Uh, in 45 games there. And so Brazil, Brazil's, I'm not saying the quality is as good as MLS, but it's tougher. No, it's yeah, more I, ruthless. I, yeah, I, I would I would say, you know, it's not bad, but he's now in that, he's 36. You know, yeah. he's turning 37 next week, actually. Uh, hey, Luis Suarez, happy birthday, you old bitch. Um, <laughs> but he, he's he's thirty going to be 37 years old. I don't know if he has the – in Brazil, the league is technically better. When I say technically, I don't mean like technically. It's more, I mean it's like more I like even. like from from a technical standpoint yeah. of soccer, the skill level there is higher. Yeah, and but, it's, it's it's. I mean, they fight each other in the field too. So, but I, I'm not even saying physically. I'm saying yeah. in the, the MLS especially, speed kills. 
It does. You yeah. need to have that speed to create the space. If not, you're going to get bottlenecked up. You There's not enough room. These guys aren't letting you do the 8 million step over stuff. They're just going to fucking take yeah. you out. You know, they don't exactly. care. They don't care for that. They're just going to fucking go at your legs and that's it. So I, I think this team is going to have a hard time. And and if you're starting Jordi Alba every game, I got some bad news for you. You're going to be letting in goals because yeah. you because <laughs> he is not good. There's a reason why he's not at Barcelona anymore. No, God, no. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, I just, I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. It's just, I find it hard to not see them. I agree. When you have a team like that, you out. think everyone's going to do everything in their power yeah. to make them look good because they need them to be yeah. good. I'm like, telling that, you, not going to happen. I hope so. I, I'm praying Messi doesn't win anything. I'm praying he doesn't win an actual tournament, a trophy that matters. You know, not yeah. one that was fabricated just for his his entrance to the league. You know I mean, that's all the league stuff was, just for him to have a cup to win right away. Yeah, you know, like it's. I'm praying he can. He doesn't do it, and but we'll see. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I still can't believe that there's no teams publicly complaining about Miami. I that's the part that shocks me because the league has told them not to. The league has told them not to. I'm telling you right now, the league's probably sent a memo, internal memo, saying, "Listen, you are not to say anything about this. This is good for us as a whole. Let it happen. End of story. Guaranteed." Uh, more than likely, but it's just, I don't know. If I was, like I said, if I was in Jason Hernandez's shoes and I see this shit going on, I would route a storm, man. Yeah, but you I don't want to start such a storm. Yeah, but it'd be ruffle the wrong feathers. You can't do that either. So I can understand why no one else is coming out saying how stupid it is. But that's the way it is. But we'll see. You know what? League starts end of next month. We're going to start getting some more action here. Hopefully some signings we can talk about in the coming mm-hmm. future. I know there was one that we haven't brought up yet. We can talk about it later. I don't think it was that big of a deal. Some Honduran. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, I mentioned the last one. He's more of a just a replacement for Bradley. Plays defensive mid. Yeah, so. Uh, former Vancouver Whitecaps, so. Yeah, that tells, you all you need. That, t- that tells you all you need to know. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, so, guys, listen, that's it for this week. Uh, shout out again, Tony, for taking over last week while I was gone. Uh, we will be back next Thursday with more. Uh, so make sure you're following us at FootyLG on Spotify, Apple Music, and Instagram and TikTok. And, and have yourself a wonderful, cold January week until we see you next Thursday. Have a good one, everyone.